Well, 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 look who it is. Welcome back to the locker room, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. It is I, Luther Connor, coming from live from Chicago, Illinois. And you know what we talk about here. We talk about UFC fights, events, and everything that happens under the big yellow sun. But before we get into that, a uh, little... A little tatter, a little a little talk here and there about what's going on in the U.S. of A. and what everybody else is doing. So far, uh, the only thing I can really think of that is exciting that is upcoming, one thing that is long overdue, one feature film, Avatar 2, coming out next week. And I have to say, I'm, I'm really excited for it. If you have not seen uh, the first Avatar, go see it. What the hell? But... I think we all remember when that movie first came out, right? It was simply mind-blowing, honestly. I believe it was the one of the first films, if not the first, that really implemented the uh, the 3D glasses. You guys remember that? <laughs> My one memory from the 3D glasses was since the first Avatar was so goddamn successful, Every other movie wanted to be 3D, right? Like the Saw franchises wanted to be 3D and like the romances wanted to be 3D. The Transformers and all the Marvel movies and people were like, oh, okay. Now, and you know, they're charged like an extra 10 bucks, but not everything has to be 3D. That was like, I feel like uh, the movie industry ended up picking up after a while. You only can do that with certain movies, right? Avatar. Just because there's so much CGI was definitely the movie to do it. And that's about it. Those are the only movies I feel like that need to do it. So this one, the reason I bring that up is I'm thinking about doing it again. Uh, I haven't done. I don't think anyone has actually. I don't think anyone actually has been going to the movies to watch 3D films for like any movies. I, it's just it's just non-existent. Like why we want to subjugate yourself to that headache that's going to happen. But Regardless, that is coming out on the 17th, I want to say. that's uh, I think it's next Thursday, next Friday. But that is what I'm excited for. hope you guys are, too. If you have not seen it or planning on to, please go see it. Check it out. I'm sure it's going to be goddamn fantastic. This movie is 12 years, I believe, in the making. Minimum 12 years. So that is so far what is on my mind. But you guys need to come here to hear me talk about movies and chit chat and all this teeter tatter we're talking about the last ufc pay-per-view of the year oh, of the year right we're in december already 2022 and it's coming it is upon us of this time of the year ending but ufc 282 the last ufc event of the year we had some change ups as you guys know the uh reigning light heavyweight champion of the time yuri prohachka apparently had a gruesome shoulder injury and has been shelved and not only has been shelved for the year he relinquished his title which is very very noble of him he didn't have to do that he could have um sat on the title while he had his surgery like a lot of fighters have done namely as of right now the heavyweight UFC champion Francis Nugano is currently sitting out with a um torn ACL and MCL he's Apparently might be coming back, but he may want to go do boxing, but he's been out since January and he's still just been, you know, hanging out on the sidelines with the title. Yuri Prohachka found out he was injured, relinquished it immediately. So, wow, 
that's uh definitely a different take in this in the fight game man with the the weight cutting and the traveling and the media obligations that you have to do over and over and over again just to give it up literally within the same day is just something but um your Pachka, heal up we will all be excited to see you back in the octagon soon but now we have the new main event and Jan Blahovich, former light heavyweight champion taking on Magomed Ankalaev as the new main event for the light heavyweight championship of the goddamn world whoo at face value this is very interesting right Jan Blachowicz got that legendary Polish power, told that crazy story about how he found while he was out for a run one day, he went into the forest and he saw somebody um, hanging from a tree and then he called the cops, they came, got, you know, took the guy to the corner, obviously he was dead and he he kept the rope Um which I thought was very, I don't even know, interesting. That's the best word I can come with right now is interesting. Kept the rope of a man who hung himself. And he said he rubs it for good luck. Uh, One thing I have learned, these fighters are definitely cut from a different cloth because Maybe that's something over there in Poland, that's that's a thing. Maybe it's a society norm, a culture thing, but ew, that, that, I like dark comedy. I like me some dark jokes and humor, but that that, that, that takes the cake right there. <laughs> Magomed Ankalaev, on the other hand, on the other side in the blue corner, coming from Dagestan, and we know that these Russians are a goddamn problem. And it's showing with Magomed Ankalaev, right? Nearly flawless record, having that one loss via um, submission with, I believe it was one second left on the clock. And he, he was dominating all three rounds. So he he won 99.9% of the fight, and then he uh, lost in the last second. Damn near unblemished record. And he is looking to bring another belt back to Dagestan like they need any more goddamn belts over there because they are just taking over we saw that we saw this with Khabib we saw this with Islam Makachev we saw this with his cousin Umar Nurmagomedov getting the title over in Bellator and we see this with his other I believe cousin Usman Nurmagomedov who's undefeated in the bantamweight championship you and then in heavyweight as well if you saw this past weekend, uh, the new heavyweight guy, uh, Sergey Pav- Pavlovich, probably pronouncing that wrong, but I believe it's Sergey Pavlovich, knocking out Taya Tuivasa in the first round. Oh, I-, I don't know what they are putting in the water over there or what's going on with the sunlight, maybe, or if they got some Cuban <laughs> experiments going on over there themselves. With genetically enhancing people like they did in the Olympics. That's another podcast. But these Russians are just taking over. And overall, I believe the same thing is going to happen this Saturday. Same thing is probably going to happen. Jan Blachowicz, as tough as he is, is, is that legendary Polish power, has it. I just don't. It's just really damn hard to bet against these Russians nowadays especially when they are coming in so dominant. 
in just dominant fashion, Magomed, not only being such a wrecking force in the light heavyweight division, has been showing that he does not take strikes at all. He's very safe. He's very patient. He doesn't put himself in dangerous positions. And he just essentially just picks you apart from the outside until he wins by decision. He is happy to do that. Why risk losing brain cells? I don't know. Don't ask me. But I feel like Jan Blachowicz is really going to be looking for the knockout because legendary Polish power. We've seen it time and time and time again with him knocking people out. And Magomed's no fool. He is nobody's fool. He is not going (laughs) to. He's been watching the tape. He's been studying the tape. He's been downloading it. So I just can't see him getting into a firefight with Mr. Blahovich. So I do have Magomed winning by unanimous decision all five rounds. Unfortunately, I don't believe it's going to be that much of an exciting fight. I really do wish we had the previous main event with Glover Teixeira taking on Yuri uh, Prohaska. But it is what it is. Shout out Max Holloway. So that is my breakdown for this Saturday's main event, the last card of the year. Make sure you guys tune in. That is 9 p.m. Central. Do the conversion wherever you live on this planet. And I will be back again next week as we tune in next week.